Okay, here's something I'm looking to make a regular thing here on the pod. I'm going to do a weekend trade update to catch you up on what's been going down. I'm going to try and do this uh, every Monday and uh, possibly on Friday if any trades happen during the week. But they look to happen on the weekends mostly because we're not working. Uh, So first, we have the Reds who have decided they're in full sell-off mode. Spring training is getting ready to get underway, and you can't blame them. The haul that they got was quite good. Uh, Cade Cavalli, the Nationals' top pitching prospect, and in Speckville, what I'm calling the Crob, Crob Plus, and Sean Plus rankings, he was the 113th ranked prospect and was 61st in Baseball America's rankings. He's rejected around uh, 110 ish innings by all of the systems and is also projected to grow with his diverse arsenal led by a 70 grade fastball. He also received Nolan Gorman. Former top prospect, third baseman, turned second baseman with big power potential, but questions on the swing and miss and defense. He looks ripe to be traded away as I feel Donovan has made him irrelevant, along with Mason Wynn not being far behind. Saying this, he is projected for around 350 plate appearances with high teens power as an above-average platoon bat. The Angels, on the other hand, got the best player in the trade back with Anthony Rizzo and his new short porch swing. Rizzo is projected for well over 500 plate appearances and high to mid-20s home runs and over 120 rated rated runs created plus. Good move for the Angels as they look to solidify their first base, moving Andrew Vaughn to a UT role and Rizzo to first on the last year of his contract. Uh, Andrew Vaughn will come up later in this podcast. Trade two. The Reds made another sell here to our fearless commissioner, Dave. They acquired Griff McGarry, the 250 sixth ranked spec in specville he is a phillies arm who is also led by a 70 grade fastball but only projected for under 20 innings this year so it's a long-term move uh the next and larger prospect was marco luciano but he's on a big contract at 15 dollars as an r1 from our previous system for prospect values he's rated at 49 in specville and 37 in baseball america led by his 60 grades in hit and power this giants prospect might get some run at short this year with an aging Brandon Crawford, possibly injuries as well. Dave of the White Sox get their guy and Adolis Garcia fresh off the auction for $20. He's projected for around 433.8 points, and he is about the league average outfielder one with a .01 standard deviation positively. This move fills out Dave's outfield, making the merch deeper, replacing his current outfield one, Austin Hayes, and moving him down to OF2. Also, there was $10 in cruise cash sent to the Reds for next year's auction. Trade three. Uh, We got two teams looking to compete dealing from depth here. Uh, Our other commissioner, Jamie, got Christian Javier, undoubtedly one of the best RP-eligible pitchers in the league, projected for 388 points from the RP1, making him over two standard deviations better than average. He was the Angels' franchise contract on the first of four years at $22. He also gets Paul DeYoung, who could see some run at one of St. Louis's infield positions, but I'm sure Jamie is hoping for a trade as he's only projected for 102 points in that crowded infield. Rusty's Angels on the other side of the deal got some nice pieces as well. Bo Bichette, who unsurprisingly is a good player in fantasy baseball, projected for right under 500 points and is more than one standard deviation better than the average starting shortstop in our league. A good get here for the Angels, locking up that spot with a fresh $37 from the auction. He also got Johan Rojas, rated 352 in Specville, Specville, and was the Phillies' fifth-ranked prospect last year with 50s for hit 
and power, but a 70 run grade for a young outfielder. Uh, the Phillies also made another trade here uh, but with me. Phillies received one of Baseball America's pro- top prospects in the game, Brett Beatty, who is still a $1 R1. He was a 65th-ranked player in Speckville and 33rd for Baseball America. He could get run at third for the Mets this year, but isn't projected for it in the projection systems. Hard to let him go, but if you make, you have to make sacrifices to get better. I also sent him $10 in cruise cash. I got George Springer, a $32 player out of the auction this year to fill my outfield depth. He slots into my OF1 at just over 8.6 standard deviation and 481 points projected for the season. He is the one of the cornerstones of my offense now with Lindor, moving Margot from an outfielder to a utility spot and Jake Fraley to the bench. Uh, we have the pitcher deal with the Padres and the Twins. The Twins fresh in the league looking to strike gold on an arms deal. Uh, some arms to the Padre to sure up their pin and add some depth. The Twin received Clayton Beater, a Yankee arm, ranked 325th in Speckville and 9th spec with a last year with a 60 grade and fastball and curveball. Uh, also, Drew Thorpe, another Yankee arm who was unranked in Speckville, but the Yankees 13th spec last year with a 65 grade change. Lastly, they got Justin Campbell, a Cleveland arm, ranked 302 in Speckville and their 12th ranked spec in 2022. He was the 37th pick in last year's draft and has five average to above average pitches, just like Cleveland likes, hoping to add some stuff, as Eno Saris would say, to this arm. Uh, the Padres receive Robert Suarez, a relief pitcher projected for 197 points. Not bad for an RP this year, but on paper doesn't crack his pin. He projected for around 60 relief innings for the Padres at about a 3.4 ERA. He also got Zach Davies, uh, an arm projected for around – 141 points this season. He's an adept depth arm. The Diamondback pitcher is looking for about 120 innings of work at a high fours ERA in his projections. Next, the two LA teams link up as Vaughn is on the move after the Angels acquired Rizzo. The Dodgers receive a good young controllable piece in Vaughn on the first of four at $14. He is projected for 421.5 points and is better than average at 1B in this league. As a starter, uh, good move for the long haul for the Dodgers to acquire more young talent. The Angels, my division rival, get Josh Donaldson, a $10 auction player, to fill out one of those UT positions as he is projected for 265.8 points this year. He also got a good young but coming off injury pitcher in Dustin May, projected for 270.5 points, but has a ceiling much higher than that in my own opinion. He is on the second of four years with the Dodgers and was their franchise player at $31. Then the last trade that went down prior to this episode that was not covered or uh, input into the projections that we went over on the last pod with Dave, uh, the Cardinals got Ryan Nelson, a prospect pitcher of the Diamondbacks. He was the 244th ranked in Speckville. He was the eighth ranked spec for the Diamondbacks in 2022 with a 60 grade fastball and three other average offerings. Could be a young controllable pitcher in years to come and was projected for 174.5 points this year as he could be in and out of the rotation, fighting against that spot with Brandon Fott and other pitchers like Zach Davies. Uh, I desperately needed a first base who could play, and it looks like Mancini is that guy. Still worse than average as a starting first baseman, but he will do for now, projected for just under 320 points this season. And on the last year of his deal at $20, he will fill in nicely as someone who also has outfield secondary and sends Voight to my bench. Uh, For Fab, I would say look to Jeff of the Nationals, who posts daily in the Slack. Uh, to cover that 
and then I'm sure as a year to come, it, these won't be as long because less trades in the beginning of the season, but the trade deadline will be crazy, and I'm sure that will be its own pod itself. Uh, thank you, and I will maybe see you this weekend. Wow, <laughs> wow,